Good morning. It's good being with you again this morning. After Jesus' resurrection, he made several appearances to his disciples, confirming to them the truth that he was alive. Shortly before his ascension, he told them to wait in Jerusalem to wait for the promise of the Father. He went on to describe what that promise was. He said in Acts 1.5, For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Jesus referred to a baptism with the Holy Ghost, and then he was gone. What was the meaning of this prophecy? The disciples remained shrouded in mystery until Pentecost, when the Spirit, in the form of tongues of fire, descended upon each of them, empowering them to speak in languages they'd never spoken before. So what was this baptism of the Holy Spirit? We can now look back and gaze in awe at the wonderful outpouring of God's power on that amazing day. Filled with the power of the Spirit in Him, Peter went out and preached the gospel and saw 3,000 saved. Such outworkings of the power of God were plenteous and declared that God was doing something unprecedented in and through the lives of his people. If one goes to the commentaries or theological works to study the baptism of the Holy Spirit, he will likely find a great diversity of opinion as to the actual meaning. Charismatics believe that being baptized by the Spirit means that one will immediately begin speaking in tongues, or what they call a heavenly language. Some believe that the baptism is the same as the Spirit's filling, that empowers one for his service. However, I believe that there is sufficient scriptural evidence to prove that what is meant by this supernatural event on Pentecost was a dramatic change in the way the Spirit dealt with believers. The Old Testament gives evidence of the Holy Spirit coming on individuals and empowering them for certain tasks. For instance, the Spirit came upon Samson, who performed mighty feats against the Philistines. The Spirit initially came on Saul when he became the first king of Israel. But in those cases, the Spirit came and then left. The Spirit came on Samson and enabled him to perform superhuman feats, but then he left him. Likewise, when Saul became full of pride, the Spirit left him to flounder from that moment on. At Pentecost, an amazing thing changed. Once the Spirit came upon believers, pictured by the flaming tongues of fire, he never left, no matter what. The Spirit came and indwelt believers from that moment on. Every time a lost person trusted in Christ, the Holy Spirit moved into that person, promising to remain him forever. What a wonderful blessing we now enjoy. No matter where we go or what we do, we are never alone. The Holy Spirit is inside of us. God is in us. As such, He makes Himself available to us anytime, day or night. What we must learn is this. Though He moved in at salvation, He can only be effective in us as we allow Him the privilege. And that comes by submitting to His will. By surrendering our will to the Lord's, we allow the Spirit of God to control us and lead us in His will for His glory. So let's take advantage of the wonderful blessing we New Testament believers have in Christ. God bless you today. I love you.